Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Your Daily Drive, and I am Rick Thomas. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. Last week, I was playing a card game with my daughter. It was a trick, and I was showing her how to tell what card to pull out, and she was amazed at how I could predict the card that that I was going to reveal, and then I showed her how I did it. She was still amazed in her or may, amazed with her daddy. And, and I guess she respected me more that I would let her in on the trick because now she can do the trick with her friends. And I thought, well, maybe that's what I should do with you in this podcast. I want to reveal to you a magic trick. I'm going to give you the secret handshake on how to predict the future. Did you know that you can predict the future? You surely can. The title of this podcast and the article, if you want to read it on the website, is Let Me Teach You How to Predict the Future. Future predicting is easy to do. It's a remarkable gift that the Lord gives to any person who asks for it. And with this ability comes the privilege and opportunity to change your future, as well as serving your friends in doing the same One of the reasons I want to share with you my magic trick is because sometimes some people land on our site looking for Rick Thomas the Magician. Did you know that there's a magician named Rick Thomas? It is, or he is. It's rickthomas.com. When I was getting our web address many years ago, of course, I typed in rickthomas.com and it was taken by Rick Thomas the Magician who spends a lot of time in Branson, Missouri, as well as Vegas. I'm okay with that. I picked rickthomas.net, and I was thinking, well, if somebody was looking for him and they ended up finding me, that might not be a bad thing. I'm not nearly the magician that he is, but we can help anybody that comes to our website. But as I was thinking about him today, I thought, well, I know magic too. I can predict the future. And I thought, why not write an article about it, and I'll teach you all how to do it. And so if you haven't turned me off already... (laughs) If you're willing to give me a listen, I want to teach you how to predict the future because it will bless you and as you interact with your friends, for those that will listen to you, it will help them. I want to start this podcast by sharing with you uh, two stories. The stories are real. They are, are horrible things that happen with two people that I know. I've changed the names and altered the stories just a little bit, uh, but these stories are real. Before I share them with you, I want to share this. Did you know that every year we reach hundreds of thousands of lives globally? This year, we will reach over one million individuals with the practical gospel of Jesus Christ. We help these people by providing practical tools and ongoing training for effective living Through the written resources, audio broadcasts, equipping videos, and interactive forums, the Lord is impacting lives through this ministry. Will you partner with us to help continue this fantastic gospel adventure? You may donate or become a supporting member of our community by going to our website, rickthomas.net. For as little as $5 each month, you can provide practical tools for hurting souls. If you are a local church or a business, will you support our missional endeavors around the world? 
Whatever you can give to help this ministry will change lives. Thank you. As I mentioned, these stories are true to people that I knew. I went to school with one of them, and I I will call him Biff. The first time I met Biff, he was a college classmate. We were freshmen together, went through four years together. Like me, he planned to go into the ministry, and after graduation, I did not see him for over 10 years. The last time that I saw him, he was 43 years old, though he looked to be in his mid-50s. He came to me for counseling. Biff had become a full-blown crack addict four years prior. We talked for a while in my office, and though I do not remember everything I told him, I do remember the last thing I told him. Biff, you have to kick this addiction. Let me help you. If you don't do it, I'm going to predict your future. It's going to kill you. The next day, word came back to me that a maid found Biff dead in a hotel room. Laying beside him were his syringes and other drug paraphernalia. Biff was dead less than 24 hours after our meeting. I mean, I knew I could predict his future, but I had no clue that he would be dead in 24 hours, that he was a walking dead man. It's a true story. And then there's Bud. His wife left him after 15 years of a tumultuous marriage. Though most of the marriage problems were Bud's fault, there was enough sin to go around. Mabel had played her sinful role too. Bud came to me for counseling with the hope of reconciling with his wife. My primary counsel to him was that he would need to change his heart before we could work on the marriage. Bud would not listen to me. Rather than seeking personal change, he spent most of his time buying his wife cards and flowers while pressing her to come back home with him. I told Bud, I said, you're like the man with the world's worst breath. Everything you say smells bad. Everything you do smells bad. You haven't loved her well for 15 years, and now all of a sudden you flip the switch and you've changed. She doesn't believe you. You need to give her space. And for three months, I appealed to Bud to stop pressing her. He's not the only one that I've given this counsel to. I encouraged him, admonished him at times to change his problems, to change himself. All the things that precipitated the separation. I told him plainly that if he continued to push his wife toward reconciliation, that she would divorce him as predicted. His wife grew weary. She divorced him because of his behavior. I predicted his future. Ironically and regrettably, he responded by keying her car. What I mean is, is he took a key and he scratched her car from bumper to bumper in response to her continuing pushing for the reconciliation. And, of course, she knew that he was full of it and he wasn't serious about change. He was just trying to do damage control. And that's why all the buying of the flowers and cards was it was really unwise on his part. My friend died as a crack addict, Bud, his wife, left him after 15 years and divorced. 
A magician doesn't usually reveal his tricks, but since I'm not a magician, I'm going to share with you how to predict the future. Are you ready? Here is the secret. Listen closely. If you want to predict anyone's future, all you have to do is take a backward look into their past. That's it. I hope that wasn't disappointing to you, but that's all you have to do. We're all creatures of habit. Discerning habits is the key that makes future predicting easy. When a person comes to me for help, they typically begin with a long story about a sordid, painful, or maybe a sad past. Regardless of where they launch into their past story, the theme is always the same. It's about this dysfunction of one kind or the other, either something they did or something that was done to them. Through the storytelling, these individuals are giving me a backward look into their lives. It's like we're both sitting in front of a mirror or maybe sitting in a car and looking through the rear view mirror. We're looking into their past. Once they finish sharing, I have a clear picture of what their past was like for them. And from that point, it is a simple process of predicting how things will go for them in the future. It will be more the same, only with added degrees of difficulty and accumulative challenges. It's like carpal tunnel syndrome, accumulative trauma. Think about it. What we have been in the past is what we will be in the future if we do not change in the present. Now, I I know that stories will change. I know people will change. The places could change. But the theme, the tenor, the tone, the trajectory will be the same. A leopard cannot change his spots unless it becomes another kind of animal. All you have to do to predict a person's future is to take their past timeline conceptually and flip it over and lay it down and and it will be their future. The backward glance will give them an idea of their future. This process is why predicting the future is quite easy for anyone to do. Now that you know my trick... Find a friend and ask them to share with you about their past. And as you listen to their story, help them connect how their history will reiterate in their future. The man who will not humbly lead his wife will continue to reap a problematic marriage. A wife who does not bring her anger under the obedience of Christ will reap a garden of bitter herbs. A teen who continues to lay all their family problems in the lap of the parents will not be equipped to submit to any other kind of imperfect person. The church member whose preferences turn to gossip and criticism will never be happy in any church. And that is how you predict the future. If you want to read this article, you're welcome to do that. The title, Let Me Teach You How to Predict the Future. There are articles embedded in this, plus an infographic. Oh, and by the way, there is an exception clause. Before I let you go, I I need to tell you that there is one thing 
you need to know, and it is the exception clause. The exception clause is the one thing that can alter anyone's future. Let me explain this. God regenerated me when I was 25 years old. Up until that time, my life had been various forms of discontentment, superficiality, dysfunction, anger, a lack of peace, ad nausea. No matter what I tried, it was always more the same. Discontentment is the big word. I changed jobs, I changed friends, I changed homes, I changed locations, I changed hobbies, I changed my dreams. It didn't matter what I did. Different behaviors, different geographies, different friends did not change who I was on the inside. Finally, after exhausting every option that I could think of, I came to the end of myself. I repented of my sin. I trusted Christ. And that, my friend, is the exception clause. If you don't want more of the same in your future, let me appeal to you to change your future by trusting Christ today. He is the only one who can fundamentally alter the course of events in your life. Now, please listen, I am not just talking about trusting Christ with your salvation. Perhaps you need to be born again like I needed to be born again as a 25-year-old punk kid. Maybe that's what you need. It's called regeneration. In John 3, 7, Jesus said, you must be born again. And if that has not happened to you, I appeal to you to be born again. If you don't know how to do that, come to our website and ask. Say, hey, Rick, what does it mean to be a Christian? What do I need to do to be saved? This thing, regeneration that you're talking about, what in the world does that mean? I've hear, I have heard Christians say that you become born again. I want to be that way. If you're interested in that, let's talk. Because if you aren't regenerated, if you aren't a Christian, then your past is going to continue into your future, except it will become progressively worse. But I'm not just talking about salvation. I'm also talking about trusting Christ with your sanctification. In Mark chapter 9 Verse 24, the father cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. Many Christians struggle at this point. We have trusted Christ with our salvation and our seat is secure in heaven. No one can pluck us out of Jesus's hand. That is taken care of. It is one and done but we have a hard time relying on Christ in our sanctification. And this is where I make my largest appeal because I know most of the people that listen to us and read our resources are Christians. Dear Christian, I appeal to you to rely on Christ with your anger, your fear, your lust, or your hopelessness. If you do not do this, then whatever you have now will be more of the same, only worse, in your future. 
If Biff and Bud had listened to me, not that I'm anything special. The truth is, I set up this podcast like it's something special to predict the future, but really it's not. It's common sense. It's paying attention to people's lives. And if Biff and Bud had listened to me as I think about them now, Biff the crack addict. Now, I know that his life was complicated, and I know that he was habituated in a sin. It was no longer him doing crack, but it was crack that was doing him. He was caught, as Paul said in Galatians 6.1. He could not extricate himself, but he needed help. And if he had listened, if we could have taken those steps, his life, well, he could very well be living today. And the same for Bud. If he would have pumped the brakes and backed off from trying to pressure his wife to come back into the marriage, he could be married to her today. No, I'm not anything special. But I know that if they had listened to me, their lives would have turned out radically different. I am not sure how many people that I've met with in my life. It's been a lot. I'll say that. And I can also say without question, the ones who refuse to change their ways live to see more of the same dysfunction in their lives. Their past was revisited in their future over and over again. I had a lady email me a a number of years ago, maybe seven, I don't remember exactly, and she said that during the counseling that I had with her and her husband, she said, we weren't listening to you, and of course, I knew knew that (laughs) they were not listening. Uh, I was planting seed. I was watering, but she said that God got a hold of her heart. Now, sadly, she got a divorce. They divorced, and both of them are remarried now to different people. But it was years later, and she listened. I mean, she wrote back and said, I remember what you said, even though I wasn't listening then, but I'm listening now, and God is changing my life now. Because they would not listen during the counseling office, I predicted their future. It's going to be more of the same, but only worse. And it was for her, and it was for him. Now, fortunately, both of them have gotten their hearts right with God today, but there is a lot of dysfunction in the rearview mirror. The ones who have heeded God's word with humility, they did experience change. It wasn't easy. It didn't come by merely saying, I'm going to trust you now, God. But by the grace of God, they have been changed. By cooperating with the Lord, these people who have listened encountered a future that was radically different from their past. Do you want a different future? Do you? If you do, I appeal to you to get some help so you can change today. Only by changing in your present, in today, will you alter your future. If you do not start a process of change now, you can expect more of the same. The title of the podcast on our website, Let Me Teach You How to Predict the Future. Now you know how. Apply it to yourself on a daily basis and you will incrementally change into Christ-likeness. Then go and teach your friends to do likewise. Your Daily Drive is a production of rickthomas.net, a global community that is seeking to live more productive and inspiring lives. If you'd like to learn more about our community, please go to rickthomas.net. 
rickthomas.net.